Here we are once again, everyone. Smoke out with Shelly and SJ, officially episode number 37. They just keep going up. They said it wouldn't last. We've been canceled by now. And here we are, week after week, for you. Smoke out with Shelly and SJ, of course, is the interactive video show where you can join us, either subscribe on OnlyFans or Patreon. Check out ShellySJSmokeout.com. Get all the links that you need. You can join us every week. You can be in the chat room. You can be on audio. You can be on video. You can participate in the show at any level you want to. Ask questions. Smoke with us, of course, hence the name Smoke Out. And uh, all that good stuff. Get every episode on video. Patreon and OnlyFans subscribers get different stuff, different subscriber options on Patreon. Just go check it out for yourself. Shelly at SJSmokeout.com. You can join us every week and go back and see all the shenanigans and tomfoolery and whatnot we've been up to up till now. Um, this is the point of the show where I usually ask Shelly how her week has been. A lot of crazy stuff happened to Shelly this week that I purposely uh, did not talk about in the direct messages with her so it would be fresh on the show. So Shelly, uh, start from the beginning of the crazy stuff that happened to you this week. Well, first and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and have another edible here. We'll see what happens. I had one not too long ago, and <laughs> these are so damn good. And I thought, you know what? It's the smoke out, so why the heck not just uh, it's Taco Tuesday? Like, let's see what happens. This is how tiny they are. And I just appreciate that so much because I don't even care if something tastes terrible. If it's this small, but it's powerful, I'm like, yes. But this tastes really Really, see what happens. <laughs> All uh, right, so your end, uh, just for everybody watching, there's a little bit of glitching on Shelly's end, but hopefully, it's not something that lasts. I'm hoping. Shelly is frozen again. Maybe it will last. Maybe it's just going to be that way. It's going to uh, mock me and my hopes for a technically glitch free show. Sorry, Shelly's very frozen. I may be frozen on Shelly's end. I don't know. I think that's the way it was last week. Mm. It's very unfortunate. We're two minutes into the show. Already having technical issues. So I will smoke with the frozen picture of Shelly. And we'll see what happens. Sometimes Shelly leaves and comes back. It all depends. Internet connection. Her and I are some... 2,500, 3,000 miles apart. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not. I don't know if the distance matters. Because I do a show with someone who's 15 miles from me, and we have a lot of the same problems. Or we used to. Lately, it's been good on the High Noon Hemp Show, but there was a lot of glitching on that show as well for many, many weeks. And not just with like StreamYard, also my old broadcasting software as well. Gave me a lot of problems. So Shelly has dropped out of the call. Hopefully, she will return. Because, uh, let's face it, it's not a show without Shelly. She has a lot of stuff going on. I have very little going on. My week was relatively uneventful. And Shelly's week was just the opposite, which she will tell us about when she gets here. Uh, for those of you subscribe, thank you for doing so. Shelly has returned. Hello. Yeah. Hopefully, we are. Uh, oh! <laughs> injured herself on the return. Oh my goodness, only me. So anyways, hopefully this, uh, there's no more glitching. I restarted it. So anyway, so yeah, on Friday, you know, I woke up in the morning and it was one of those things that 
again, as I talk about so many times on the show, I was just thinking about death. I was just kind of just getting lost in all of that. And one of the things that I started thinking about is how I had a friend of mine, um, not too long ago, had passed away. I was on his public access show a couple times. That's how I knew him. And he was just on my mind. So, you know, I just wanted to give his energy some honor because um, the first time I was on his show was before I was ever, like, anything in wrestling. Like, I was just an indie girl. And the last time I was on his show, you know, I already had done like WWE and all that. So like, it was cool. And throughout that, it didn't matter. He treated me the same, but he always believed in me. And his vibe was always like, you know, with the campy show that he had Kung Fu Horror Theater, like, and that's just like, you know, he put these awesome, like weird movies, but in between there'd be these weird bits, like so bizarre, like, Almost some of them, you feel like, why are why am I not changing the channel right now? Like, it's just, I love it. So I loved being a part of a show. So I wanted to honor that. And I post a picture of him and me from the last show I did with him on my Instagram. So then I kind of went about my day, whatever, whatever. I had a little wake and bake smoking session on my Instagram uh, live on Medicated Martinez. Okay, cool, whatever. Then all of a sudden, Minnie just starts barking up a storm. And I'm like, dude, what is she barking at? And then Metal Jesus is like, there's some like dude out there. looks real shady. And so I look and I see this guy. And across the street is where Metal Jesus and Danielle have their cars. You see this guy. And he's like looking in their like windows. And what was so crazy is when he like walked in between the cars, he like literally was creeping. It was so weird. I was like, dude. So I went outside and I sat on that porch. I sat on that porch and I tended to my business of posting, but I sat on that porch. And then um, Metal Jesus came out. And then we were just kind of like being aware of him, watching him. And there was a person uh, on the other side of the street in the car. And they were like, excuse me, excuse me. I already called the cops. So the cops should be on their way. He's been like being weird for a while. So I don't know what that was about. I was like, okay, cool. So then the dude goes up the street and the cops pull up. They talk to the chick in the car. She drives off and then they go up the street. So I'm thinking, okay, they're going to go investigate, whatever. So then... The dude comes back and the cops don't seem behind him. So I'm like, what the hell? And so he's across the street, but like right in front of our house. And I was like, hey, fool, hey, fool, get out of here. And then he like, (laughs) he looked at me and I was like, I went off. I was like, get out of here, fool. Like, get out of here. And then he looked at me and I swear to goodness, he gave me this death stare that like, I thought he was about to come after me and I was getting ready for that. Like, I was, like, ready to, like, brace myself or whatever. And it seemed like right before he could take a step, thank God, the cops pulled up. And so he kind of stopped, and he kind of, like, changed his, like, where he was going. And it was so weird because he would kind of run but then stop and then just kind of walk real fast. It was almost like, is this a joke? But it wasn't, you know? It was it was so bizarre, like a cartoon, like, dee, 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 and then run. Like, it was so weird. So he goes to run one way, and then he, like, scurries and runs back another way. And the cops just kind of slowly follow him. And I'm thinking, why aren't they doing anything? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> He's running. Like, isn't that enough cause to like do something? So then it was time to walk Manny. And I told, I was telling Metal Jesus just that. And he's like, well, maybe they didn't have anything on them. So they couldn't like legally do whatever. I was like, but still like, you know, so we're on our walk and her walk typically takes about 30 minutes round trip. So I was about maybe less than five minutes from my house to coming back. And you just hear all these cop cars, the helicopters out. And we're like, what's going on? What if it's that guy? So then two streets over, you, we saw the cops were starting to block off the end of the street. I was like, dude, let's go over there. So we went over there and the cop was like, oh, you can't walk through here. And we briefly said, you know, what had happened over here? You're like, yeah, that's the guy. We just got him for attempted murder. And I was like, wow. what? And so I was like, dude. So then, and it was so weird because the cop, the way he was saying it, he had this like weird vibe about him. I don't know if he was like snickering because they caught the guy. So maybe that makes him feel like, yeah, which, yeah, totally, you know, like nothing wrong with that. But it was weird. It was almost like I felt like, did they really catch him and he's lying to me? Like, what's going on? Because he had this, like, weird smile. It was so bizarre. So then we get home. Of course, I'm constantly trying to look up stuff. And then it comes out that, and it's so interesting because I remember it was, like, 8.03. I don't, not like it was. I looked at my, my phone when we were on that walk. And it said 8.03 when we're close by. And so it said shortly after eight o'clock, this guy went to this place that was like nearby and he stabbed somebody and that person died on the way to, or at the hospital. I think it was, wow. it was a young gal in her twenties. So that really effed me up. I was like, when I did the timeline of everything, I was like, he literally had that encounter with me before he went and killed somebody. And I don't know, dude, that was just really weirded me out. And I just kept replaying everything. And the thing is, is like, yeah, I get ghetto like that when need be, but there's times like I've done that kind of stuff and it wasn't necessary and I've gotten myself into trouble. So I was kind of upset with myself thinking like I lost control of my emotions and what if he had a gun and then shot me or what if the cops didn't roll up and then he came after me and now knowing that it was a knife stabbed me. Okay. Well, metal Jesus is there. Well, he's going to stab him too. Then what? And many, I was holding many. So like it could have been something really bad. And so I was really disappointed in myself for not having more control. But the more I kept re like re replaying everything in my mind before I found out more of the um, details about the murder, um, I felt like, and I don't know if anyone out there is going to think this is weird me saying this, but this is just my truth. When he locked eyes with me, I felt like it was a demon. And I felt like it wasn't about like this world it was spiritual and i had to let that demon know it's not welcome over here and i am not allowing it to be around here like i'm not afraid of it because when it first like when we locked eyes i did get scared at first and then i was like no no 
this is our home. And it's not like I was like cussing him out, trying to ag- like antagonize him or whatever. It was like, no, no, get out of here, fool. No. And so when I found out more details, I was like, you know what? I stand by that, especially like the whole thing's horrible, but knowing that he knew the person he stabbed, like that tells me it wasn't just like this random act. Like I could have been that person. It just like, if the cops didn't roll up, maybe I would have been another one of those people, but thank God I was protected and it was just crazy. And like, I'm obsessed with trying to figure out more, but it's like so vague like the stuff that's on. And then I was really bothered by like, why didn't these cops do more? Cause the way everything kind of worked out, like as how close he was where he killed that girl. It's so close that I'm guessing that they literally shooed him to the main like street and then left and then had to come right back because he killed that girl. So I'm still, I know everything happens for a reason. I don't know all the details, but like, for because I was somebody that was kind of involved in this like weird timeline of it, it's so disheartening that the cops didn't do more. And I don't know, like, and I get it, whatever, whatever. But it's just like, if you just would have handcuffed him because he's running from you guys and did more digging or something, like maybe the situation would have been different. Or maybe like he would have tried to fight you while you're trying to just check on it, like try to just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then that's enough cause to lock him up. But that didn't happen. And it was so weird to me because when he like did like run, but then turned and then like scurried and then ran, the cops were just going so slow. And I was just like, why aren't they doing anything right now? Again, I don't know all the details from just from like being that, that like fly on the wall in that moment. It was just kind of like that woman was trying to stop something from happening. I was trying to stop something from happening. But the cops were just kind of like, meh. And this girl's dead. Yep. Dead. Yeah, a couple of things I take away from that. One, and I said this a lot on my show, and I've said this a lot of people in my life, especially with like road rage incidents or whatever, you have to assume the person you're dealing with is fucking crazy on some level, and that they could turn violent on you in a split second. Because that's what happens with a lot of the road rage stuff. That's what happens with like, you know, serial killers and all down the line of crazy people, people who have a disconnect with whatever reality is going on, they can snap in a second and just become a totally different person. Maybe the cops are cops right in the car while he was jumping around and running, laughing at him, thinking all oh, this guy's, you know, nuts, but nuts becomes dangerous pretty quick. Uh, the second thing is cops. If you welcome subscribe Orlando, uh, by the way, just joining us. If you notice most of what cops do is after the fact it's investigation stuff like that there's very little actual real-time protection from the police because you know it's when the cops are there 10 minutes later and everybody's dead you know that's something i guess but it's not it's not 99 of what's needed which is the actual protection part and a lot of cops I mean, I can go through the, the statistics about the psyche of police and how there's a rampant, you know, wife beating among, you know, police officers and stuff like that. And, you know, why they choose a job like that in the first place where you get a gun and you get to 
lord it over people and, you know, be above people or whatever. There's something psychologically there as well. But don't count on the police to protect you from shit, to be quite honest. Well, that's the thing. And to have that reminder, but see it in such a crazy, like, almost detached way, because it's kind of, it's like, from personal experiences of seeing, like, like for my family, for example. Yeah, I saw the police be corrupt, but my family was being corrupt too. So it was like, like a disappointment, but it, it wasn't shocking because everyone was just being corrupt. Where here was like a situation where two citizens are trying to prevent some something that doesn't look right from happening. And for it to be so cutthroat like that, like it really effed me up. Not only just the whole situation in itself, but then the disappointment with the cops and like thinking about that so deeply. And then you know how I am now about death. So then that was messing with me. Mm-hmm. And then when I got, I went to the store, try to get like past it, whatever. And um, when I came home, I got a voicemail from um, this uh, guy that I shoot for, for my Wonder Shelly stuff. And he said that the main villain for Wonder Shelly and all his other superhero projects had passed away. And that's crazy because I'm still editing Wonder Shelly. So I have all these scenes when there with this guy. Mm-hmm. And so like, so that happened like maybe two hours after that whole other thing happened. Wow. And so it was just like, dude, this is like a lot. It was a lot and it's still a lot, but I've learned a lot about myself through all this, my weaknesses and my strengths and things I need to work on. I feel like a completely different person after all of this because there was just this, with all that stuff happening in such a raw way, there was just this shift in me. And, oh, the triggers, oh, plenty that I've been dealing with. And, you know, I'm just doing the best I can. But I'm grateful that it's not putting me in this, like, weird, dark, I can't even do anything or be productive place. Hmm. It's like I use my work to give me a little vacation from thinking about all that stuff because I, it's hard not to think about it constantly. And then again, timeline of our show, I'm still having a rough time with my friend that passed away not too long ago. I'm still very affected by Fred's passing. So it's just like, it's crazy. It's like all these different layers of like life in a short amount of time, I guess. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of death compacted into a short amount of time as well you know no matter how much or how many people die in your life it's not something you ever get used to because it's really the ultimate you know shit thing really when it comes right down to it i mean whatever they go on to is what they go on to but everyone else is left here with their memories and thinking about them and that's that connection that's severed that it's it's a shock you know to uh you're not expecting it, at least for a lot of people even if you're expecting that it, it's still a shock that, connections just cut and i'm gonna be honest like after everything had happened before they caught the guy i was like what if he comes back because like he's like f that bitch trying to tell me or whatever 
And it was really stressful walking back home because I was just like, is he in our neighborhood? Do I have to like, and that's when I was like, I shouldn't have said that. And maybe I still shouldn't have, but like, at least I can move on in the sense of, okay, what did I learn? That maybe I should have just stood out there and like kept watch, let my presence be known without any words, because that's even more powerful because people don't know what you're thinking if you're not saying anything. And so it's like things like that. It's like, okay, this time it didn't, as far as my part of it, it could have been so much worse. Look what happened shortly after. So now I know I need to act more wisely next time. It doesn't mean I shouldn't hold my ground and stand firm. It's just about how you do it. And it's a lot, dude. I'm just like, I don't know. That's a lot. Yeah, I've, uh, I've definitely become better, especially in road rage incidents. Because it's one thing if someone has a knife or they want to fight you or whatever, and there's contact and you see it coming. But when you put a gun in the equation, all bets are off. I mean, that can come from anywhere at any time. You don't see it coming. There's no one. By the time you hear the shot, there's already a bullet through you. And that's why when people like cut me off or being real assholes in traffic, I used to be one of those guys who just lay on the horn and flip them off. And they like, fuck you, guy. And I'm like, no, fuck you, guy. You want to go? And like, well, let's pull over and go and all that bullshit. And if any one of those times somebody has a gun, they just pull down and shoot you. Well, then, you know, you've lost the fight and that's it. But that guy could have started firing from across the street. Luckily, yeah. whatever, but yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And like, I used to be that same way too. And it's so stupid because I'm a girl. Like, <laughs> that's so dumb. And I would get into it with people and I would try to fight people. Like, man, I didn't care. I was like, I was so. And so that's why with this situation, it's like, I don't want to be that version of me. I was that version of me before and I wasn't happy. I was very angry and I don't, I know anger is going to come and go out of my life, but I don't want to like that. My constant is being in that, like, I was ready to fight it. I almost wanted it sometimes. Like, come on, let's fight. Can someone do something? Say, look at me. Look at me. Look at me wrong. Like, I would be like that sometimes. And that was before I was a smoker or a drinker. So I would be like that, like, sober-minded. Like, that's just who I was, you know? And I don't like that because I just remember how it made me feel inside. And, yeah, some people, like, kind of encouraged it, which wasn't good because, like, the way I look and so like the way I look in combination with being like that, people were like, hell yeah. Like, no dude, don't encourage it. Oh my gosh. So like, you know, and the thing is, is I always tell metal Jesus, especially like when like everything had happened, like with the shutdowns and then they were starting to let people out of prison and stuff like that. It's like, I told him, I was like, you don't know, like, who is next to you, like, whatever. Like, yeah, it sucks when people, like, whatever, but, like, you can't be going off on traffic like that. And it's, like, even just, like, honking or he does a thing where he points. He'll be like that. And it's, like, dude, 
Like, <laughs> have you ever got your ass beat before? Like, or what's worse, have you ever had a gun pulled on you? It's not cool. Like, you know, and I know a lot of, most people haven't had a gun pulled on them. I've had a gun pulled on me. So I know how it feels. And you can think, or you can even be the toughest person in the world. But like mm -hmm. you said, you put a gun in the situation. It doesn't matter. And it's been kind of or very a hard pill to swallow to like have to re-examine and take accountability for like my flaws, you know, and the things I had to work on and be reminded that like I forever have to work on them. I'm never going to not have to work on these things. Hopefully I don't have to, I could get to a point where when I have these challenging moments, I bounce back faster and it's not so hard, but I kind of thought I was there. So when like this happened, it was like that part kicked in and it was weird. Just like that guy snapped, I snapped, you know what I mean? Ah, it's just crazy. So there you have it. That was like Friday, freaky Friday. That's crazy. I was telling people when you uh, went away for a few minutes and came back, um, <clears throat> hopefully you would come back because Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ, let's face it, is mostly Shelly. Shelly has crazy <laughs> things, especially things like this week. Nothing happened to me this week. It was just really the same old shit, just different days. So I can't carry the load when it comes to crazy <laughs> shit the way Shelly can. So thankfully she came back. And by the way, the restart, whatever you did, helped a lot because it's pretty much been glitch-free for quite a while. Knock on wood, as they say. I know. I think it's because I forgot from the beginning to put my phone off of Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. And then I did it, like, when I was already going. So I think maybe that, you know how it is, a stupid thing or whatever. But anyways, yeah, I got stories. I got a weird-ass life. And it's so crazy because, like, I don't know. My My life's a lot, like... Like Seinfeld meets Entourage, like those two shows, if they like meshed, that's my life. And it's fine, but sometimes it's very stressful and it sounds a lot cooler than it really is because I'm living these moments. There's nothing cool about it. It doesn't feel cool. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is going to be a great story. It's like, why is this happening? Like, this should not be happening. This is terrible. Like, no. But there you have it. Like... That's my life. And I've always been that way since I was a kid. Like, weird stuff, man. I don't know if it's just because, like, I've always been aware. So, like, I pay attention. And I see these weird things that people... And for some reason, I always interject myself into situations that have nothing to do with me. What were to think about, though? You were just calling... Some dude who just who was minutes away from murdering someone, you were calling him a fool. Because <laughs> he was, dude, and he is. <laughs> it's like heckling OJ. I know. It's terrible. You know, this, right? I'm going to hit this right here. This is for whoever that gal is. Like, I'm so sorry she died. Like, it's really effed up. Like, whatever. It'd be interesting to know the situation. Like, if she, like, did the right thing and cut this crazy dude out of her life or whatever, and it just didn't do any good, or if it was someone who was still in her life and she couldn't get rid of him or whatever. Well, here's the thing. 
I don't like to say too much because I don't want people to like try to figure out like what area I live in, mm -hmm. but in private message, I'll send you the link and you can read like the whole details and stuff like that. That's crazy shit going on. Like I said, nothing, I have nothing comparable, comparable to bring up for this week. Some days we're warm here. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. So I decided to take the weekend off after all this stuff happened. I was like, I gotta go. So on Sunday, I had to go to my mom's house and she lives about an hour away with no traffic. And um, cause she got a new dining room table and the one she has is like really cute because it's very like tropical looking and like tiki vibes. And that's like my whole house. So when she said that she was getting a new one, I was like, oh, we need your, we need this one right here. Like, yes, please. <laughs> so we went to go get it. And beforehand, I went to this old area called Claremont where I used to live in that area. And I wanted to try out this wine bar. And it was so fun. It was so cute. And then afterwards, I was like, okay, let's go eat at this sports bar. So at the sports bar, it was so cute inside. It was very, like, sports bar, like, that <laughs> cherry wood color all over the place pictures all crazy pictures all over the place so i liked it i was like yes this is awesome um when they gave me my shot of vodka it was more than a shot so thank you like yes but they had one of those tables where like it's a table and then on top of it there's a tablecloth and on top of that it looks like it's not glass but you could see through it you know what i mean i don't know what it is it's like to make it hard or whatever so you could see the tablecloth underneath trying to throw up. I have a thing with hair. <laughs> there was a, there was a long strand, strand of hair. And I was just like, Oh God. And it was so hot. And I was just like, I can't be bothered. And I just said, I'm just going to pretend it's not there. I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to ignore it. And so they, what they had is these had these huge um, beer glasses, huge. And when you they give you water, they'd be in those same ones. So I put the waters over it. So like, cause it was so big that I, it would block the hair. And so then I looked and I was like, oh, they have this really awesome salad and they have a veggie patty. So I asked them instead of the chicken, can I have the veggie patty on it? And they're like, yes. So my salad comes, chicken's on there. And I was like, oh, and the guy was real nice. It wasn't the waiter, but it was like someone bringing it to me. He was like, here you go. And I was like, oh, I actually asked for a veggie patty. And his smile immediately went away. He was like, oh, <laughs> no one told me. And he got like mad at me. And I'm thinking, and then my waiter walked by when all that was going on. And so he was like, oh, my God. He's like, my bad. I forgot to put it on there. So the waiter took responsibility. And the way he sounded, it sounded like he was genuine. Like, oh, crap. You know, I'm so sorry. I forgot. So then my salad comes back out. I'm eating it. And I'm just kind of like, gosh, like, why is that guy so rude to me? Like, it wasn't even my fault. And so I'm at the bottom of my salad. And then I take a bite and there was a big old piece of chicken in there. So that tells me they just took the chicken off and then put the thing. Yep. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And this has happened to me before. And when this happened to me, I ended up getting food poisoning. Thank Ooh. God this didn't happen this time. But I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, 
It's been a rough weekend. <laughs> you should have just stood up and kicked your chair out and started yelling, Hey, fool, there's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It was too hot. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> it was so hot because. And already... there's a hair in this fucking table. Is it <laughs> <There's hair. laughs> so long? Oh, God. Nope. And told the whole story. <laughs> oh God, it was so yep. terrible. I don't know. Some reviews somewhere you can review them. Facebook, Google, something. Yeah, I'm too lazy. I'm just not gonna go back there ever again. You know. And oh, here's what I said. I said, okay, if they come back when they give us our check and they ask how was everything or how was the food, then I'm gonna say something. For some reason, some girl that I didn't even see the entire time we were there gave us our check and she didn't say anything. So I was like, damn it, I should have just said something. But again, I was drained from like, my mind was just like an overload from Friday. Like it was hot because it's hot where I'm at now, but it is really hot. We're like in the area I grew up, which is about an hour from here. So it was just too much. It was just, just whatever. I just won't come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she could on Twitter and put them on blast. She took pictures of the hair, the whole nine yards. I should have. This dumb restaurant. These fools over there in Claremont. <laughs> So, <clears throat> regular watchers, viewers, whatever of the show, or listeners, if get the podcast version, uh, I've been following the saga in various parts of Shelly's body. <coughs> Start with uh, the feet. Last we left, Shelly's feet. She's very disillusioned with the foot market. Uh, where have things gone from there, Shelly? Well, I deleted a lot of stuff that was on my Instagram because... When I had written on my Instagram that I was thinking of shutting it down, somebody ended up tweeting me and they said, I'm actually a member of your foot club and I think you give too much freebies on Instagram. So I don't think it's such a bad idea to like whatever. So I was like, oh, okay. Like that was a really cool, like these are the things I want to hear. Um, a lot of people seem to have been, they were just like, I, I should have screenshot before I deleted them. Damn it. Um, a lot of people kind of seem to be like, of course, no, please don't. And I'm thinking, but like, it's, it's not, <laughs> I'm not making any money. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's easy to say and, that. Please don't. If you're not putting in any money, it takes two seconds to say, please don't. <laughs> Like, please, no. So there's a lot of people that didn't want to see it go. Um, there was somebody that said something to the effect of, like, how I'm a nobody, kind of like a has-been, and no one cares about me. So that's why I don't do as good, because I'm not relevant. Which, okay, that's fair. But that's not what I'm really saying here, because... I guess, like, my whole thing was, is, like, I was kind of told that it was a big deal, as I mentioned on shows before, that because I was, a pro, you know, a pro wrestler that had been on TV, it was a big deal that I was doing this. So, I guess that would put me in the celebrity status. Now, don't get me wrong, people. I know I'm an F at best, and that's not of a put-down. There's some people that don't even make a grade. So... 
it's fine. Like the F, fine. But, and it's a good F. I'm an F plus. <laughs> I'm an F plus. Almost a D minus. So, um, I just thought it would kind of go with that genre. And that's when I started to realize, and I kind of knew this for a while, that most people who tune into my stuff usually are into me mostly because of my boobs or because, like, I'm, like, Latina or a vampire. They're not feet people. And even though they're out there, my fan base that likes to um, interact with me, that spends more money on me than that group does, are not feet people. So it didn't hurt my feelings when this guy said this. I agreed with him. But I was like, but the point is, is like, there's other people that haven't had done things that I've done or equivalent and they're doing way better at it. And finding out that you have to humiliate and doing all that, it's just not my thing. So it's just kind of like, maybe I came off and he took me as like kind of complaining, but I was, I was disappointed because mm. I thought it was going to be fun or whatever. So then I thought, and then it's so funny. I got, I came across this thing. It was called Feet Finder. And it's like this site. It's kind of like OnlyFans-esque a little bit for just feet. And then the way they have it set up is really cool. Like you could just put stuff out there. People that are like already trying to look for stuff, they're there. And I'm like, okay, that's what I'm trying to do. I don't have it within my fan base. I need to be out there among people who don't even care about all that. They just care about my damn feet. Mm -hmm. So... I tried it, got not one sale. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh. And so then I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take, I'm going to learn from this business model here with this feet finder. I'm going to change Shelly's foot club into pretty much everything on there that I posted. You can just buy for, you know, like how the other, the feet finder was. So I figure when people are like, hey, Shelly, let me see your feet. I'll be like, go to that store. There you go. Just look it up. You want to see my soles? Go click. I made it real organized. I worked on it yesterday for hours. Real organized where I, I got the categories for soles, barefoot, arched, um, heels, nylons. And so what I've been do what I did yesterday is all I went through all of the posts that I've made for my feet or my foot club people, my members, and the ones that weren't just like one picture or the ones that weren't super, super sexy, like one I had like pasties with um showing my feet though. Like those I kept like members only. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try this new way. Until I meet a year that I've been doing Shelly's Foot Club. And I think that's like in November. So I think. I'll have to recheck. So I'm like, I think this is, I'm onto something here. Because I can always reference people to this like store I have. So I really don't have to like go out and pump it up. Have the Instagram be all crazy. And like here's what's going on over there. It's like, oh you want to see my feet? I got a store over here. Sure. And then I don't have to be bothered. And then when I have those moments, like we we're talking about last week, where I'm like, oh, the good lining's good. Might as well shoot some foot, I guess. I mean, whatever. Then, boom, I'll put it up there, whatever. 
So eventually I'm probably going to steer and I'm probably going to steer away from just it being a monthly thing. And it's just going to be a place where if some people want to pay me some money for some stuff, there it is. I don't have to be bothered with anything. I don't have to put more energy into it than I have to. And I just look at it as if I had a business, like a clothing store, that's my sale bin. You know, that's the, that's the sales rack over there. I got that sales rack and it's always on sale, the same stuff until they finally sell. But that's my sales rack now. So Shelly's Foot Club has become my sales rack. I took down a lot of those posts and I told myself if I ever wanted like be like, hey, I added some stuff. I'll just put it on the story so if they see it, they see it. And I'm just going to see how that goes, if that works. And I don't know. But I just don't care. And But I'm willing to try. Like, that's the thing. If there's money to be made, mm-hmm. why not? But so far, it's just like, mm, I'll probably just keep that site going just to, like I said, have a catalog. And be like, oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. There you go. You heard it here first. Shelly's feet are on sale. Go check it out. I made it real organized. And then tomorrow I'm going to go through all the videos and make all of the videos um, available for, oh, I, I think I already did that. Did I, man, I might've already done that. I don't know. Let's go check it out. People, no one watching this cares about my feet. Alternately, you could draw a pair of fangs and boobs on your feet and try to get your fan base on the uh, foot train, if you will. Yeah, you know. But, you know, I think I'd rather just put them on myself and let them buy that stuff. I don't know. Like I said, I just don't care. And, mm-hmm. like, to know that the real money makers, you have to just... Oh, here's the other thing, too. So I followed a couple of accounts on my shell, uh, the Instagram one to get ideas, inspiration. Some of those girls are so nice. And... um <clears throat> I saw my feed when I was like on there, this one gal, I, when I was following her, I was like, okay, she has a nice feed of her. Like, it's like, seems modely, like they're model pictures, but it just so happens. Like, you know, it kind of highlights her feet and it's not even in your face about it. It's like, if you just looked at her Instagram, it just looks like, oh wow. She has really awesome photos. Pretty girl. But if you're into feet, you're like, oh, yeah, look at those heels or she's barefoot. Like, so it's not so in your face. So I was like, oh, maybe that's a good way to go about it. Like, make it more like model-esque, not just my feet. And so I saw that she had posted something on her story. And it was like a guy. This, I'm pretty sure this isn't her boyfriend or anything like that. It seems like maybe a customer. I could be wrong, but some sort of customer or something like that, a slave maybe, and um, as in foot worship slave, and um, (laughs) this dude, no offense, but he looked like really sweaty. (laughs) He looked really sweaty and like, (sighs) I don't know, it was gross. And his her foot was in his mouth, and he was just like sucking her foot. Oh God! And then oh God! So <laughs> God, it was so gross. To be fair, slaves aren't usually well well put together. What was that? Said so, to be fair, slaves usually aren't that well put together. Rather, <laughs> slave place. <laughs> exactly. So he looked real sweaty and gross, and just into it. 
and it made my stomach turn so i had to follow her and i was like see i thought this girl all she had to do because i don't want to see that stuff i'm sorry i mean if that's what you're into that's fine i'm not and it just reminded me of like like people that i've had encounters with that so happen to be really 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 creepy and inappropriate and entitled so they they're like have no shame about their creepiness and i think it's almost their way of like their predator way of like making people feel so uncomfortable that like i don't know whatever so that's what this guy reminded me of he's <laughs> it's just so gross see that's your target audience for your feet I don't want a part of that world then I don't want it I don't want it I don't want it and here's the thing <laughs> I have had a person that was a subscriber member to my site before I had no idea until I did the foot club that they were a fan of feet like or they were like not just a fan of feet but that was one of their things and mm -hmm. i thought to myself like dude why didn't they tell me this like all this time i could have been making them easy content like you know and i was all stressed out because maybe i felt fat so i didn't want to be half naked like i could have been sending this dude feet like god <laughs> and so what was interesting and this is maybe where i should have it should have been my tip my like the tip off wait I think the edible's hitting me now. Um, it should have tipped me. It should have tipped me off. It should have tipped me off. Let me tell you about the tip. <laughs> it's a good company. <laughs> Anyways, um, so he had told me because I, I, he had gotten some exclusive content for me, and he had mentioned, you know, hey, can you? you call me your foot boy and this, this, and this. And I was like, dang, I can't believe all these years. Like, whoa, this is crazy. I'm tripping out, right? I'm like, whoa. And he's like, just really be degrading to me and blah, blah, blah. And this is somebody that has like caused me some troubles in the past. And so it was like, so now they want me to like degrade them, like not care about feelings and go for it so you bet your sweet ass i was like you know what like if you wish because you're you're cheap ass and this and that and so i like let him have it and he loved it he loved the video and so i thought maybe that's how some of these people were i didn't realize like that was the whole name of the game you know and now that I saw this, this dude, he looked like, I'm not trying to be mean, but he looked like a pig that's eating a piece of corn in his like slop with a little, with, with a biz cash outfit on with the biz cash outfit. It was gross, dude. I can't unsee it. And like, I just don't want to be a part of that. And like I said, cause here's the thing I know I mentioned last week, like, it's not like I'm making a thousand dollars, you know, off of this. Cause that would be different. I do make a little over a hundred dollars a month on my foot club. So like <clears throat> when I was thinking about just shutting the whole thing down before I thought to just make it like a catalog on the site, I was like, well, you know, $100 is a lot of money to me right now, too. So 
<laughs> until I can supplement that somewhere else, I'm going to do the very bare minimum to keep this at at least a hundred dollars a month. And then if something else comes along and it replaces that, then that's a different story. So that's why I was like, okay, well, what, one more old college try. So there you have it. I don't care about the feet. I defeat the feet. <laughs> <laughs> and I could care less. I don't want to be a part of talking. And here's the thing. I'm thinking back, like, okay, so, like, when these people are like, hey, will you say this, this, and that about me, and blah, 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 I'm like, no, sorry, I'm not going to do that. Like, I just can't. But it's so funny that <laughs> the one guy that was a Secret Society subscriber, I was like, yes, this is my chance. <laughs> this is my chance. So, if not for nothing, if my foot, my feet journey ends soon... If not for nothing, I got to have that moment and got paid for it. So, like, isn't that truly the meaning of foot fetish? It yep. is. So, Absolutely. my, <laughs> it's already been met. <laughs> a lot of content for this show. And if you go back and look through the descriptions, the word feet probably comes up in 20 or 25 of the 37 episodes. It'll be in this one, obviously. Obviously. And there you go. Uh, continuing with Shelly's body part updates. We move upwards, north, if you will, to Shelly's boobs for the all-important boob update, which is what people have been waiting for for a second. We did the feed first just to get the uh, the momentum going into the boobs, if you will. Well, I had my appointment yesterday, mm -hmm. and it was really cool because over the weekend, um, Danielle had to let in some like tech people into the building. So I got to kind of see her work before my appointment, which I think was really awesome because I got, it was like taking away that element of surprise kind of thing. And I just want to say this, where's my bong at? I want to dedicate this hit right here to, to Danielle. I am so proud of her and this job she has. It's so perfect for her in every way. So like, yes, thank you, Lord, for giving her another job. By the way, Lando in the chat area said, LOL, we all care for Shelly's feet. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> it was really interesting because, again, going to her work when no one was there except me and her, it already gave me anxiety. Like I saw the operating room. I saw the room where they take you after you're done. It was it made it real. You know what I mean? So I went yesterday and the doctor pretty much told me that um, he, well, at first it was crazy because he was like, before he examined me or whatever, um, he was just talking about like how, like, how did he put it? I forgot how he, he I forgot he, how he started it out, but it was kind of working me up kind of like, oh no, what if something, like this is going to be like a bad news type of thing. So when he went to finally feel me, I was so scared because I was so scared he was going to be like, and he kept looking at this boob and I was like, oh my God, why does he keep looking at it? Like, oh my God, just say something, say something. Oh my God. And so then he was like, because he had asked me what, what my whole goal was. And I said, you know, I want to get them taken out and I want to get a lift. That's just what I want to do because 
I don't want to worry about later maintenance and da 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 da. So it was so this I can't wait to talk to Danielle like in more detail about this. He just like the way he looked with his body language, he was so serious that I thought he was like trying to gonna tell me like figuring out what the best way to tell me this bad news is. Mm. It was just like I was like, oh my god, my I was just like, oh my god. And then he goes, Well, it was quiet. And he goes, well, this is my recommendation. My recommendation is that we have a surgery to take them out. We get the lift and we get you. And I was like, okay. He was like, and, he, and I was thinking, but my, my implants, like what's going on? And he waited till the end to be like, your implants feel good. They're very soft. That's really good. He told me that my skin was really good around it and everything. And one of the things he told me with the recommendation is, God, this is so rough to talk about. This is really embarrassing. This is what I do for the show. I'm allowing myself to be totally embarrassed right now. So he said that he wanted to do, here we go, some liposuction in this area right here. Because it's going to help with my boobs, like, when, um, to shape them. Because he was like, and I really appreciated this. He goes, it was so serious. He goes, because, you know, the way I look at it is it's not about the size of the breast. It's the shape of the breast. So it doesn't matter how big they are. Yours are very saggy right now. They're very large. You know, we just need to shape them up. And that's what's important. I was just like, oh, my God, is he so serious? And so, um, and I agreed with all that. But here's the thing. What it boils down to with this pain is... I was 25 pounds lighter than I am now when I got them done. I maintained that up until about four years ago being at that. So when he's telling me this liposuction, it's because I'm out of shape and I'm, I'm fat. <laughs> I'm fat, Shelly, because I haven't been taking care of business. So I'm the cause of my boob pain because... It's like they're working overload on like, cause it's so heavy because, and I know this because there's certain dresses I won't wear because I'm spilling out all sloppy. So <laughs> fellas, you're looking at big old fat titty Shelly. <laughs> big old fat titties. <laughs> and the thing is some uh. people like that. So two things here. One, I found my motivator to kick it up my fitness a notch, couple, quite a few notches. Now, I told myself when I realized, like, I just can't be this heavy anymore. And people think I'm crazy because they're like, you look so good. You're so sexy. And I'm not saying that I'm not those things. I'm saying that, and I've talked about this on the show before, I literally have health problems to where now my boobs my precious boobs are having issues because I have too much weight on me. I have more shorter breath, like all these different little, my back hurts, all these different things because I'm heavier now. So people, when they tell me this, and I'm not going to sit there and break it down like that. It's like, you can't tell me this is healthy because my body doesn't feel healthy. And I didn't have these issues when I was 25 pounds lighter. And so like, 
what I've been telling myself is like, I got more serious about like, and I've talked about it here on the show and you know, I haven't totally kept on because I've allowed myself to with all these things we talked about at the top of the show, Fred, you know, my friend, when my friend passed away, I took a lot of steps back. I gained five pounds like through that whole thing. And most people would probably say I could never even tell, but it's like, I feel it. And like I said, I spill out all sloppy with some of my outfits. So I can't even wear them right now. But um, the thing is, is like, it's so crazy because when I almost was like, when I was kind of like this before, but the difference was, is I didn't have fake boobs. I had real ones. So I didn't have that pain. This, that was when WWE, I remember they first had seen me. So like, I mean, hello, they still agreed to see me. And I was this weight back in the day. And I remember the guy who does the hiring, um, Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, he told me, he was like, you have a really pretty face, but you need to drop like 20 pounds. And people thought that was really harsh, but he was right. And like, I've never felt like, oh, I use that as a motivator. I was like, he's right. So like, if that's what he's saying I need to do to be here, then I need to do that. I needed that extra because growing up, I didn't have someone to teach me about discipline and all these things. And so what wrestling really brought me was I had to force myself to have discipline and it was really hard, you know, but I did it. So I've been kind of thinking about the life, my life like that in those terms in the last like few weeks of like really taking like all that back. But leading up to it, I've been like, you know, I'll get there, but like, I don't care if it's a slower thing, I'll just get there. Whereas now I'm like, I can't have my boobs be hurting like this, (laughs) like to where I can't sleep because I'm all big fat titty Shelly. (laughs) It doesn't sound right that way. Big fat titty (laughs) Shelly. But it's like, I feel like. I needed something to be serious. In this case, it's even more serious than getting a job. And it's about my health. It's like, okay, I can do this. It's almost like party's over time to get serious now because like, this isn't like, no, you need to do better. And it's crazy. Cause I know some people would be like, Oh my gosh, you do so much more than the average person. But it's not enough for my lifestyle. So (sighs) that's what happened. I'm the problem as per usual. Um, And Orlando uh, said in the chat area, he said fat Tilly, fat titty Shelly. We spelled fat P H A T. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. So there you go. Well, here's the thing is like, I, I think I've talked about this on a show, one of our shows before. It's really been easy for me to just slowly lose the weight because people react like this all the time. When I take pictures, especially if like I feel really fat, I know what angles to do and I'm still making that money. So it's like, It's like the fans enabled me (laughs) and God bless them. They want to see me eat a whole pizza with you (laughs) and things like that. But like, and it's my fault at the end of the day, but it's, 
it's hard. And, you know, even here at my house, it's like, I seem to be like the captain here. We're like, when I'm taking care of my health, it seems like the rest of the house starts taking care of their health. And we all should be taking care of our health. So it's kind of like, I have to be an exa better example. And this booby thing is very serious. It's caused a lot of anxiety in my life. So to know that I can literally take that anxiety away by getting back on track, not trying to get back on track, but like get back on track, like just do it, you know? And that's what I like this morning. I was really, really tired, but I was like, okay, like I got to make sure to work out. Like before I'm like, oh, I got to work out before it gets hot. And then I would work out when it's hot. And then like it just dragged my whole day or whatever. But now it's like, you know, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's not healthy. I have to do it now. Like, let's get to it. And it makes my days flow better. Like, I remember there was even times back in the day, like, Secret Society members have told me, I noticed, like, you get way more done when you work out in the morning. And I was like, whoa, if that's not truth, okay. And so, <clears throat> um, you know, I just feel like I've been gathering the tools of my past, like different things that help me keep on track slowly with like the last like month or so. So it totally makes sense that like everything that's going on, like I'm so grateful that he told me that my boobs were really good shape, you know, in shape, you know, as far as the implant goes and, you know, there's nothing wrong there and how the rest, my real boobs feel like nothing wrong there. So that really relieved me from a lot. It scares me that I'm going to have to do this. Oh, my gosh. And so he said because they're taking them out, there's going to be, like, this pocket that wants – that my body will want to, like, naturally fill to heal with liquid. And so he said when – after the surgery, I'm going to have to have two drains. And I started freaking out because I'm the type of person – that when someone tells me, explain something, I'm right there. I absorb it. So when he was talking about it, I was like, what's the drain look like? And then the girl's like, oh, no big deal. And so I looked at it and I like pictured my future of seeing like this red. And I was just, I almost passed out. I almost passed out. And when he was talking, I was just going like this. And I was going, mm hmm And my mask's on, so he can't tell. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And my water's right there. And I'm like, dude. If I, if I just drink my water, I won't pass out. I won't pass out. And I'll just hurry up and finish what you got to say. Like, oh, my God. So I thought I was going to pass out about three times while he was talking to me. And then um, so that part scares me. And then when they went over the bill with me, what it would cost. First of all, when I get my ass back into shape before having to get them taken out, it saves me $1,800 with that liposuction. So there you go. There's another motivator. Not that the boobs aren't enough, but... It's 1800 bucks off yeah. if I just do it myself. <laughs> so there's that. And then um, I told the girl, I was like, look, so what happens if there's an earthquake? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, excuse me? I said, what happens if there's an earthquake? And she laughed. She goes, oh, my God, no one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, look, I've had all my tattoos done in Cali. And every time I asked him, I said, what's going to happen? I was like, am I going to be like, what if a big earthquake happens? Am I going to just be like open and things are falling down on me? Like what happens? <laughs> and she was like, no, we have an evacuation and we know how we have 
ways that if we need to sew you up really quick, we can and blah, 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 blah. so that made me feel better too. And they said that the operation would only be like two to three hours. So that made me feel good too. Just a couple hours, you know, it's close to my house. Danielle and Metal Jesus will be there. It's still super scary. I'm so freaked out about it, but not as freaked out as I was before. And I'm just so relieved that the only problem with my boobs is that I big old fat titty shelly right now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, there you go. Silver lining. Some good news. But um, obviously we wish you well and all the positive vibes and all that stuff for uh, future medical procedures. Ugh. I'm thinking like, <clears throat> I don't know why, but I keep feeling like maybe in May I might get them taken out. I don't know. And it's so crazy because I was like, May's right around the corner. And I laughed. I was like, May just happened. But seriously, it comes fast. <laughs> That's what she said, you know, and I was she. <laughs> Especially these days. I think like time's moving pretty quick. It's hard to believe it's already August of 2021 after how long 2020 was. And this year's almost gone. <laughs> it's almost freaking gone. It's crazy. But what I'm really looking forward to is in September, I'm going to get my new couch. And I'm very excited about that. So that's that's what I, I hope time goes by fast just so I can get my couch. And then when I get my couch, it can go slow again. But it's not going to happen. It's like once it goes fast, it just keeps going. September. <clears throat> my birthday is in September. Oh. We have doing Uno as well. Yeah, my birthday is September the 11th, unfortunately. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Since I was 22, it's been a national day of mourning. But you get used to it after a while. Um. Let's celebrate on other days because that day you turn on the TV and it's very sad, obviously. And uh, I don't know, it's a bummer. I'm not yeah. saying it be offensive, but it's a fucking bummer on my birthday. I'm sorry. I mean, it doesn't like that. <laughs> it was my birthday before it was 9 11. Yeah, so, sucks. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. But we have, um, we have to decide when we're going to do Uno. Um, that'll be coming up probably here, probably about a month or so. It'll be a good time. We give it too much away for free. People got to subscribe to get the good stuff. The feed stories, the boob stories, the crazy stuff that's going on in Shelly's life, uh, my uh, occasional witty commentary, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thank you again, Shelly, for another awesome episode. It's hard to believe it's 37. We're, we're closing in on a full year. I know. It's crazy. Here we are still doing it. That's right. Plugging away. That's what life's all about, kids. If you're watching, you got to keep plugging away. All day long. That's right. I with the foot club, all that stuff. Keep keep going. I hope it fails so I can just know for sure not to do it. <laughs> there See you that go. Thing that like catches fire on like a foot group or something like that. Like a, like a Reddit, there's got to be like a Reddit subgroup for feet somewhere. Your one post on there goes viral, and then you're the you're the foot queen. I don't want to be the foot queen anymore. <laughs> I don't want to play. You know, I don't know. 
whatever. We'll see. Thanks, Shelly. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next Thanks, week. Bye. <laughs>